Hey Kid City friends, my name is Miss Amy and I am super excited because we are in our last week of slime time. That's right, it's my last week of sticking my hand in this ooey gooey gross slime as we dig in to the big Bible story and some of the ooey gooey or grosser parts. So to get this week's um, lesson kicked off, we've got a video right away from our slimy friend. So check this out. Hey everybody, look what I found on the ground. It's an ear. What? Did that just happen? Yep. And it's in the Bible. In the book of Luke, chapter 22, Judas leads a whole bunch of Roman soldier dudes to where Jesus is so they can arrest him. And what was his crime? Being totally awesome. You see, there were some people that didn't like Jesus saying that he was the son of God and that he could forgive people's sins, even though it was true. So one night, on the Mount of Olives, the soldier dudes made their move. But as they crept toward Jesus to arrest him, Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, pulled out some crazy ninja moves. Using his sword, Peter slashed at one of the approaching men and cut off his ear. Now, when most people see an ear lying on the ground, they usually leave it alone, or maybe poke it with a stick. But not Jesus. He had forgiveness in his heart, even for dudes arresting him. So after telling Peter to quit with the ninja moves, Jesus picked up the ear and put it back on the man's noggin. It was a miracle! The ear was as good as new! So remember kids, forgiveness is for everyone. But let's leave the ear handling to the professionals. Okay, wow. Good thing this week's lesson has nothing to do with an ear, but if you were paying attention, it does have something to do with a word called forgiveness. Okay, so last week we learned all about these two brothers, Jacob and Esau, right? And Jacob was the younger brother and he got the blessing. Well, later on in life, God renames his name to Israel and he has 12 sons. And let's find out what happens to one of these sons. So I'm going to stick my hand in here and you, okay. Let's see, it says this from Genesis chapter 37. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of the other brothers because he had been born to him in his old age and he made him an ornate. An ornate is kind of a fancy word for just beautiful robe. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. So in other words, the other 11 brothers were super duper jealous of Joseph. And you know what they did? They were so jealous and they were so angry that they took Joseph, their little brother, they threw him in an empty well and they were ready to kill him. What? So this little guy, Joseph, he was sitting down in this well and his brothers were just scheming. And one of the brothers had an idea. Now, if you were sitting in a well and all your brothers or sisters were sitting around you, you might be thinking, ah, when I get out of here, revenge. But let's see what happens next. Ooh, can you see this slime just dripping off? Okay, so it says, Judah said to the brothers, so Judah is one of the brothers. He said, what will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Hmm, let's sell him instead and not lay our hands on him 
After all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood. And the other brothers agreed. So when these merchants came by, the brothers pulled Joseph out of the well and sold him into slavery and they took him to Egypt. What? So not only are the brothers super duper jealous, they throw him in a well, they want to kill him, but instead they sell him into slavery. What if that happened to you? Would you be thinking this whole time like, revenge, when I get out of here, boy, the things I'm going to do. But that's not what happens. So Joseph is sold into slavery. And when he's a slave, he gets accused of some things that he didn't do. So not only is he a slave, but now he gets thrown in, in prison. Oh my goodness, this story is just going from bad to worse. So let's find out what happens next to our friend Joseph. Ooh, this one was really stuck in the slime. Okay, it says this. So this is from Genesis chapter 41. Then Pharaoh, who's like the king, said, yep, I got the right one. Since God has made all this known to you, oh, I forgot a part. You know what? You know what Joseph was really good at? He was really good at understanding what dreams meant because God gave him that ability. So when he was in prison, some of the people there would have dreams and they would say, Joseph, what do you think this meant? And because of God giving him the talent to do it, Joseph was able to understand what the, dream, what the dreams meant. Now, Pharaoh, the king, was having some really crazy, weird dreams. And he heard about Joseph being able to understand the dreams. So this is what happens. He says, since God has made all this known to you, there is... There is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Whoa. So Joseph, so Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Whoa. So Joseph went from being in prison and being thrown in a well to now being the second in charge of all of Egypt. And the dream that he interpreted for the Pharaoh was that first there would be seven years where the crops would be amazing and they would have to store up all of the extra crops because after that, a famine would hit. And a famine means that the crops wouldn't grow and they would be hungry and things would be bad. So that's what Joseph told the king to do and he trusted him and he put them in charge. So sure enough, seven years went by and the Egyptians, they stored up all their extra food and they knew the famine was coming. And sure enough, it happened. So guess who shows up to the palace to ask for food because they're hungry? Joseph's brothers. Now Joseph has a choice here, right? He wanted revenge on his brothers for all the mean things that he did. But do you think that's what happens? Let's find out. In Genesis chapter 45, Joseph says to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified. When Joseph, then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save the lives that God sent me ahead of you. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Joseph could have said, nope, no food for you. You guys were mean to me. But instead, he forgave his brothers. In fact, the Bible even says that he embraced them, he hugged them, and had tears of happiness when he saw his brothers. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that like the truest test of forgiveness? Now, you might be thinking, what is this story way back in Genesis have anything to do with what I could do now? So let me help you guys understand. Now, have you guys ever heard of what a grudge is? A grudge is something like if somebody is mean to you and sometimes you just hold on to that, right? So these bananas represent like that grudge. So say your friend, you're playing with your friend in your front yard and a neighbor kid comes by and says to your friend, not to you, says to your friend, hey, why don't you come over to my house? And your friend's like, okay, bye, see ya, and leaves you there all alone. How do you think that would make you feel? right? You might get kind of angry, right? You're kind of holding on to that grudge. Well, then the next day at school, your friend sees you and he says, oh, you know what? I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have left you. Like, will you forgive me? Can we hang out after school? You have a choice, right? You can let that grudge go or you can hold on to it and you're getting more and more angry, right? You're holding on to that. Oh boy, this is getting messy, but you don't want to let go. Then your friend thinks, well, maybe they were just hangry, they didn't eat lunch. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, hit them up after school. So comes over to your house and says, hey, you know what, let's hang out, let's play. And you're still mad from the day before and you just can't hold on, let go of that grudge. Oh man, look at how messy that is. Wouldn't it have been just a lot easier if you would have just let it go and said, hey, you know what, yeah, well, I can handle that. Kind of like Joseph did with his brothers. So that's my challenge for you, friends. If somebody hurts you, let it go. Don't hold on to a grudge. It gets all messy. All right, friends, our Bible verse for today is on your screen, and it talks about just that. <laughs> it is this. Be kind and tender to one another. Forgive each other just as God forgave you because of what Christ has done. Ephesians 4.32. And even though we sin and we make mistakes, God forgives us. Just like Joseph forgave his brothers, and you can do the same to people that maybe aren't nice to you. All right, your reflection questions are on the screen now, so if you're sitting here watching this with somebody else, this is a good time to turn to them and talk about these questions together. All right, so for my kindergarten and first graders, if you were Joseph, do you think you could have forgiven your brothers for what they did? How do you think Joseph was able to show that much forgiveness to his brothers? And for my second and third graders, what do you think this story teaches us about God? And how do you think Joseph was able to show that much forgiveness to his brothers, especially after all that time? All right, next week we're going to be digging into a brand new series, series which means I'm going to be a little less messy. I'm excited for it. So you guys make sure to tune in then and have a great week. I'll see you guys later.